Well, the Florida Gators, 24-17 win over the Missouri Tigers. We're going to be very happy about that. That's unfortunate that, that just started blasting in my ears for some reason. <laughs> but Florida Gators, 24-17 win over the Missouri Tigers, which I think we're all happy with. A win's a win, right, in, in the long run. That's that's the approach that we're going to take. Um but it, it wasn't a completely clean game. Defense really showed up. Missouri's game plan early on looked like they were kind of just like, hey, Florida struggles with a few things. So we're going to just throw the ball out wide. We're going to run the ball wide. And we're just going to challenge them horizontally and try to get big plays from that. And look, that's not a bad approach to take against this Florida Gators defense. Um, it's just they, they aren't great. I mean, Brady Cook did play a very good game, 22 for 30, passing 220 yards, two interceptions. Both those interceptions came on third downs where Florida was um, inconsistent, we'll say. I think that's a fair way to uh, to observe the Florida Gators defense on uh, on third down. It was, we'll say, inconsistent. That's the best way probably to look at it. But it was also, I mean, their game plan wasn't ineffective. Uh, they had two rushing touchdowns. Florida just, I don't know what it is. I am so frustrated with how inconsistent they can be at times. But I will say, and we'll talk about this uh, on, on the Monday episode of Locked On Gators too, but the defense played significantly better than I thought they would have played. Part of it is... Uh, just, I think the incessant j- zone coverage that we saw, we saw a lot more zone coverage than we saw pretty much any other game. I think that's a great idea when you're playing against Missouri, especially when they were like, oh, we're just going to spread it out and throw it short and try to pick up yardage. It's like, well, we're all looking in that backfield. We all see those short passes, the swings to the running backs, the wide zone runs. We see all that and we can come up and make a play. It's also incredibly helpful when you have a quarterback like Brady Cook, who is not as athletic as Anthony Richardson. We know that, but he can get it done on the ground. He's proven every week this season that he is capable of picking up big chunk plays on the ground, especially on third down when defenses defenses like to play man coverage on third down. They do. That's that's just what they do. That's a thing across all football is that they play man coverage on on money downs is what a lot of teams do. Brady Cook has made them pay consistently. Florida went more zone on every down, and Brady Cook did make them pay on some plays. But for the most part, he was held relatively in check. The pass rush also got going. I think a big thing here was – the amount of rotation snaps, snap numbers aren't out yet for this game. Obviously, we the game just finished less than an hour ago. So snap numbers aren't out yet. But if you were watching the game, it was clear to see that on both offense and defense, there were a lot of rotations. What up, Mr. Number One? There was a lot of rotating from the Florida Gators here. Whether you're looking at defense, had Chris McClellan playing early, had Prince had Prince Liam and Mialine and Justice Boone both playing early. Tyreek Sapp was in there. There was a lot of rotations from this Florida Gators defense. Keep guys fresh. We've seen the number uh, that came out the other day that was like, oh, well, you know, Jervon Dexter is playing significantly more snaps per game than the huge majority of SEC defensive tackles. So that's that's hurting his play. And we've been saying all season, in the second half, the defensive line depth is killing the Florida Gators. So 
I, I guess the game plan here was rotate more early often, and then you have Javon Dexter later in games when you kind of need him more because then, well, guess what? It's more important. <laughs> it's more important later in games to have your guy. So I think that, that that was a great approach by this coaching staff. They did a fantastic job. And again, it's one of those things where it is so reassuring to see a coaching staff that is willing to learn from their mistakes, that is willing to make adjustments. Like we've seen Billy Napier's offensive game plan. It regressed this week, by the way. The, the offensive play calling did regress this week. But at the same time, the two weeks before that, it did open up again more than this week. I don't know what happened. Uh, Missouri plays a very aggressive brand of defense. I thought that you would have seen Anthony Richardson throw the ball deep more often because the Florida Gators offensive line has done a very, very good job in pass protection. They have been fantastic this season, but uh, hey, I'm, I'm not the one calling plays here, right? Like I'm not going to be the one making those decisions for the Florida Gators, although again, could have been a lot better there. Uh, I think that Rotating early helped a ton. I think playing the zone coverage helped a ton, especially for someone like Jaden Hill, who, I mean, last week against Eastern Washington, he struggled in man. And you could blame the knees, whichever one is hurting him. It's the right one is the more recently injured one, but you could blame whichever one you want to blame. But he's been playing in zone coverage, and he was phenomenal in zone coverage this week. Uh, He was very good. And I think that when you look at that and you see, okay, well, Jaden Hill kind of doing his thing out there. Yeah, I I think it's a bit of a breath of fresh air. I'm not sure how it's going to hold up consistently throughout the season. That's been a big thing for the Florida Gators where it's like, well, guess what? We're not going to be consistent this week. And that's something that they love doing. So we'll see what happens next week against LSU. Big game, big game with a running quarterback. And I don't mean a dual threat. I mean a running quarterback quarterback and zone is going to be the game plan zone is absolutely going to be the game plan against a quarterback like Jaden Hill because uh, like Jaden Daniels because if you are playing man coverage he's going to pick up these massive chunk plays against you consistently and that's you know that that, that sucks if you're on the Florida Gators defense but luckily that will not be a big issue for the Florida Gators because we're going to be playing a lot of zone defense um I think that this defense just stepped up in multiple ways. That's that's what it comes down to. You know, Prince Liam and Mealine. Who? Princely. Heck of a game for Prince Liam and Mealine. And also, my goodness, the commentators. Get his name right one time. One time. I'm fairly certain you can go to the Florida Gators website and click on how to pronounce his name. So... What uh, What is your excuse? Because it's just do your due diligence. All it takes. Just do your due diligence is all I'm asking from the commentators. We're about to take a look at just some other takeaways from this game. But first, a quick word from Underdog Fantasy, because this bonus episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, which, by the way, is the easiest place to spice up the college football season. It's easy to play and win cold, hard cash in a single game. I know that I made money the other day from UCF, John Reese Plumley rushing over, which I do every week because it's the freest leg that you can get from this. <laughs> so that's always what I'm going with. I go with Max Duggan rushing over because he's kind of nice with it. Anthony Richardson rushing over didn't hit this week because it was set at 44 and a half and he kneeled down later in the game and he was at 45 yards at the time of the kneels. 
and then fell below 45 yards. So that's really fun. But Underdog is a fantastic, fantastic app. I love it. I usually use the app. They do have a website, but I usually use the app because it's my favorite. Sign up with the promo code Locked On, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get another $100 free. Now we're, we're wrapping up this postcast here, which is another few minutes to talk about this Florida Gators game against the Missouri Tigers, which was fantastic. Um, but I think when you have to look at it, you go Anthony Richardson, 2024 NFL draft prospect, because uh, 2023, not looking super likely with the way he's been playing. His eyes are fantastic. His arm talent is fantastic. His legs are fantastic. But there are two major issues when you look at Anthony Richardson. One, he gets shell shocked. Like his confidence gets shot a little bit and he's bad after that. That's just a fact. That's not me hating on him. That's not me saying anything. That's just me saying that's a fact that uh, Anthony Richardson, once he loses his confidence, is just completely destroyed, which very much worries me for the LSU game next week. Not going to lie about that. And I mean, another thing is just he gets injured all the time. He gets hurt every game. There's a certain point where we go, did Anthony Richardson just get hurt? Or Anthony Richardson is slow to get up. Anthony Richardson is limping off the field. Anthony Richardson is doing something where I don't know how you can possibly game plan around this, but he's, we've got to figure something out with him medically because he is just consistently struggling there. And it's an absolute pain. Um, and it sucks to see it does. Um, but moving on to a lighter note again, we just got a couple more minutes here. So we'll move on to a little bit of a lighter note. Ventrell Miller, my goodness, that man, first of all, I will say this for months, actually at this point, pretty much a year and a half, pretty much since I took over locked on Gators. I have been saying that Ventrell Miller is a fantastic college linebacker that might struggle a little bit when it comes time to actually progressing and, uh, and I guess transitioning to the NFL game because he's not a freak athlete and he, he's got some things to work on. This season, Ventrell Miller has been playing like one of the best linebackers in the in college football, if not the best linebacker in college football, off-ball linebacker in college football. So I think that so far he's pretty clearly the MVP of the defense. Uh, Ventura Miller has been nothing short of lights out this season. I, I think that that just cannot be overstated how great he's been this year, how great he was against Missouri. That was insanely impressive that Ventura Miller was just living in the backfield. Essentially. It it was just fantastic football by Ventura Miller. Also Xavier Henderson had, had a good punt return. Excuse me. I would have never thought that we would have seen that. Um, It was a 48 yard punt return by Xavier Henderson, who we've all spent months now saying, we don't want him back there. 48-yard punt return. It was it was remarkable. I my jaw nearly detached from my face when I saw that. Like that was remarkable by Xavier Henderson. A fantastic punt return. Didn't anticipate it at all. 
but it was great to see that Florida is capable of flipping the field. That is just beautiful to see. Uh, Prince Liam and Meline again responded just so phenomenally to getting benched. It was fantastic. Just watching him wreck it. Chris McClellan got, I believe, his first career sack. Javon Dexter got his first sack of the season. Brenton Cox Jr. I believe Brenton Cox Jr. was his first sack of the season as well, because I think every other tackle for a loss he's had, even if it's on a quarterback, has been on a running play. Uh, so just the pass rush coming to life, the linebackers cleaning plays up. Amari Bernie almost decapitated Brady Cook, even though it was because Brady Cook juked Amari Bernie, but then Brady Cook slipped and just hit head first into Amari Bernie's shoulder. Either way, I don't care. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold it against him. Uh, fantastic play. Florida Gators four and two. Monday, Locked On Gators, we're going to talk about Anthony Richardson's game. We're going to talk about this defense and how they fixed some of their defensive issues and how they can fix further remaining defensive issues. Don't say third and Tony. I will fist fight you. Um, that's just what it is. Thank you for making Locked On Gators your first lesson of the day. Thanks for tuning into this postcast. For anybody that did tune in, you are very much appreciated. And also, as always, go Gators.